With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Sheriff Spotlight with the Rockingham County Sheriff's Office. Highlighting the office and deputies dedicated to providing law enforcement services and maintaining the trust and support of Rockingham County citizens. All while keeping neighborhoods and communities safe. Welcome Rockingham County, North Carolina and people tuning into our broadcast from all over the world. This is Sheriff Spotlight with the Rockingham County Sheriff's Office. I'm your host for today's show, Lieutenant Kevin Southard. In the studio with me today is our Sheriff, Sheriff Sam Page. Sheriff, good morning. Good morning. All right, so let's jump right in um, to what we're going to talk about today. Um, Tyree Nichols and the death of Tyree Nichols following a traffic stop in Memphis, Tennessee. Right. You saw the video, the body cam video that they released uh, last week and felt led to uh, pin a letter about that and your feelings on that. Uh, can you share that with us? Well, uh, let me go back. Let me go back about a week before last Friday. Um, I was part of a part of a Zoom meeting with uh, the chief from Memphis, Tennessee, mm -hmm. and also the chief from Atlanta. And there were several uh, chiefs from the major chiefs association that were present, and maybe been a few sheriffs on the line too from across North Carolina and across the country. But basically, uh, they were talking about the situation where uh, our Tyree Nichols was, uh, was a subject who had been uh, stopped by the Memphis police, and about two weeks before, and subsequently he was. Uh, he was beaten, mm -hmm. beaten, and um, he di apparently died three days later from his injuries. That's what's reported, and their their concerns about uh, the community impact uh, perceptions, and also uh, how that would impact across potentially across the country. And so uh, I listened to the briefing, and then uh, talked to my staff here about you know what I found out and what I was hearing. And then, of course, I understood that there would be a video, like you just said, would be right. released on uh, Friday. I think uh, I think information was released on uh, on Wednesday to the to the family of Ty uh, Tyree Nichols, mm -hmm. and then on Friday uh, at about seven o'clock, I sat and watched uh, different versions. I watched uh, I was watching a version from WSB2 uh, down in Atlanta, which was a uncut version. And then I, I saw, I think CNN and also uh, Fox News, mm -hmm. their their representation was presented. It was very disturbing, and mm -hmm. um, it was it was horrible, and very disturbing. Uh, I've worked in law enforcement for uh, over 40 years, and uh, starting my 25th year as sheriff, and you know you just trying to look and see what's going on with these officers, what are they doing, and and I couldn't find any you know really lawful uh, explanation of how they handle that situation. Right. Uh, and which resulted in this, uh, this young man's death, and so uh, I did pen a letter. Uh, I, I, I have it. I have it written, and you know, and I and I don't want to miss anything from. So I'm going to reference to and read from this. If, right. Okay. Okay. And this is uh, Rockingham County Sheriff shares Sam Page shares his thoughts on the death of Tyrese 
Nichols and the actions of the Memphis police officers that were involved. After watching the video camera footage released by Memphis Police Department regarding the death of Tyree Nichols, Rockingham County Sheriff Sam Page had this to say. About a week ago, I found out about the in-custody death of Tyrese Nichols following a traffic stop involving five Memphis, Tennessee police officers on January 7th, 2023. I also learned that the officer's body camera footage was going to be released to the public in, the, in about a week. Also on Friday evening, I sat in my office and watched the newly released video footage. I was outraged at what I saw. I was totally shocked by what unfolded on the video and I was saddened for Tyree Nichols' family and what they were having to endure. What I observed on the video of the traffic stop and subsequent beating of Tyree Nichols was, in my opinion, not only horrible, but the officer's actions were criminal in nature, mm -hmm. that's the way it appeared. Mm -hmm. After watching the video, several thoughts came to mind, but the most prominent was that law enforcement officers are not trained to carry out their duties in the manner that these five officers did. The brutal beating of this young man at the hands of these officers was not only unbelievably horrific, but unlawful. In law enforcement, we have a duty to intervene in situations of excessive force used by other officers and then to report the activity uh, to hold accountable the officers involved. From what I observed, not one of these uniformed officers stepped in to stop the beating of Tyree Nichols at the hands of his fellow officers and not one offered to provide him timely medical attention following the, uh, the attack. Mm -hmm. Serving as sheriff for 25 years and law enforcement officer for more than 40 years, I believe that the Memphis District Attorney and the Chief of Police were correct in their decision to hold these five officers accountable for their wrongful actions with dismissals and criminal charges mm -hmm. that followed. Every day, we in law enforcement try to build trust and respect in the communities that we serve. Mm -hmm. But a few officers and their actions can tarnish the relationship with the citizens that we serve across this great nation. When officers violate the law, they must be held accountable. Absolutely. In closing, I would ask everyone to pray for Tyree Nichols' family. I believe today is the funeral today uh, for, for, this, for this young man. The community, pray for the community, and nearly 800,000 law enforcement officers across America who go out each day to serve and protect our many communities as the professionals that they are. Mm. And again, I signed that. I sent that out to our new services. Um, I think sometimes when you don't say something, you say something, and I mm. felt like it was important to... Uh, uh, as a professional to express my concerns about what I saw and and I hope we never see this again. Well, one thing <clears throat> the public may not know, but uh, law enforcement officers hate this kind of thing more than anybody yeah. because it, it tarnishes us all. And I would just ask the uh, public to reserve judgment on the whole of law enforcement. Don't judge us by the bad actions of a few. Um, because, like I say, when stuff like this happens, it, that's not right. And we all agree to that. And nobody hates it more than law enforcement and, officers. And when things occur that are not right and they're, or that are deemed unlawful, officers need to be held accountable. Absolutely. You know, we, ha we, have, an we have an obligation to police our own mm -hmm. and to make sure we're doing it right, make sure we properly train, make sure we properly supervise. And again, when persons are not doing right, we have an obligation to intervene. And, and to stop at the, the action, but also we have an obligation to report that mm -hmm. so they can be follow up to hold persons accountable. Right. And, and you, know, you know, right after, you know, we had the George Floyd incident uh, up in Minneapolis, uh, you know, we instituted a policy actually 
before we had the po in the policy to intervene in an event, right. but now it's part of our policy to intervene and to report mm -hmm. that action. So, uh, uh, you know, we changed our policy, or I, excuse me, made our policy written, but also a lot of agencies across America looked at themselves also, what are they doing and stuff like this. But again, uh, when stuff like this happens and stuff like it, 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 it reaches anybody who's a professional in this business, That's right. law enforcement, it affects us all. And, uh, and we, every day we go out, just remember this, there are nearly 800,000 officers that go out every day doing a job right like they're right. supposed to. And, and that and doesn't usually get reported. No. It's when some knuckleheads like this do something well, terrible that well, gets all the attention. There, you know, there's always potential for a small amount of people. Somebody said, also said something about, well, what, what ways that you can prevent uh, these situations? But not only training and supervision, but also you're hiring good, thorough background investigations, having a, a, a professional process to follow to make sure you're getting the best of the best when you bring those persons. Because I have said this before, I would rather be shorthanded in manpower than hire people that are not uh, up to st our standards to do the job to serve the people of our communities. And, and we do have high standards we here. Do. And speaking of hiring, we are hiring. We are looking for well, people well, um, well, right that meet here, that standard. Right here, I have uh, two cards, handouts that are going out around the county and, and anywhere we can get these out. And basically one is for, uh, yes, or we join our team, we are hiring Rockingham County Detention Officers, starting salary forty thousand one six four eighty nine, and it talks about the paid holiday, paid holidays, vacation, sick leave, all the other benefits there that are associated with the job, mm -hmm. and also uh, we also have the uh, the information about uh, patrol officers and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So you know we are looking uh, for some uh, sworn officers to work in the patrol capacity. Detective division, I believe we've got an opening in the detective division, and we're looking at, for some professional detention officers to come on board to help us work in our detention setting. And I believe uh, uh, entry-level sworn officer positions for like patrol and so forth uh, starts out a little over 42000 A little over 42000 mm -hmm. uh, This year, our county commissioners, uh, following a pay study, were able to raise our salaries uh, Above the market, I think they're saying it's 107 percent. So we're you know we're above the market value mm -hmm. uh, in the surrounding area and stuff like this. But I feel like we've got we've got some good benefits. Uh, I think we've got a great organization. Uh, we've got a wonderful county to work in, and we work with our other law enforcement agencies around the county. But if you're interested in a career in law enforcement, uh, or if you're looking for a career in detention, working in the correction side. Uh, Contact us at the Rockingham County Sheriff's Office. Uh, on the back, we have contact Deputy Scott Woody. Uh, he's our, our primary our recruiter, but every one of our deputies, every one of our detention officers, and myself, we're all recruiters for the Rockingham County Sheriff's Office. Every day we go out, we're, we're diplomats representing this organization, and we wear the patch, 1785. Been around a long time. Right. But it's a great organization, and we're looking for some great people to come to work for us. Now, if you're interested in maybe becoming a detention officer, starting a new career. We'll actually be having a career symposium February 18th, with a, February 18th with a focus on detention officers. Um, so if you'd like to learn more about it, uh, contact Captain Wendell Brown and reserve a spot there at our symposium. We have limited space and they're filling up fast, so you need to go ahead and call now or you can email him. Uh, all that information is on our website. 
And our website is rockingmsheriff.com. Right. Mm-hmm. And you can find out about our hiring symposium for our detention officers, which right. is coming up in February. We'll about, have about February weeks. 18th. It's a Saturday. It starts at 10 a.m. Uh, won't last any longer than 12. And what we're going to do is go over the basic uh, job responsibilities of a detention officer to see if you're interested in it. And if you indicate you're and, coming, it's RSVP, so right. you know who's coming. Right. Uh, we'll be on hand to answer any questions Absolutely. that people may have concerning the job. Uh, we'll have application packets here as well. So call and reserve a spot if you're interested in a new career or know somebody that might be interested and looking. That's what it is, a career. It's not just a job. It's a career with great benefits. So uh, call and reserve a spot today. We've got a great staff that are, that are there working now. And like I said, we're looking uh, for guys and girls that are interested in a, in a future career. Uh, come see us. Absolutely. Go to our website, rockingmsheriff.com. Uh, it's all the information there, and uh, RSVP, come on and see us. Now, you're headed back to the Capitol here a little bit later this week. Uh, tell right. us about that trip, what it's for, and what you hope to accomplish. Well, I'm a member of not only the North Carolina Sheriff's Association, where I serve as past president and I own the executive committee. I'm also a member of the National Sheriff's Association Board of Security Committee, which I've worked on for probably 10 or 11 years. Uh, I've been working on the border project for about uh, 12 years, going on 13 years. And uh, I work with sheriffs from all over the country here. Um, from it's not the border sheriffs are not just the Texas sheriffs now. All the sheriffs across America are now border sheriffs because a lot of the border problems that have come, uh, criminal, uh, human trafficking, and drug trafficking, it's in our communities. Right. And so uh, we'll meet and talk about those issues and how it's affecting us in our different communities and see what we can do to try to curb those problems and to uh, combat the criminal uh, element. But also, uh, I have an opportunity. I've been in touch with uh, uh, Senator, Bur- uh, Senator uh, Bud, Bud, Ted Bud, and also Senator Tillis, Tom Tillis's office, mm-hmm. communicating with them. I'm going to try to get in touch with Kathy Manning, our House representatives, and see if I can't meet with them on the Hill um, on Monday or Tuesday of next week. But I'll be heading up uh, Friday and uh, uh, working with my, com- with my committee. And then uh, also be an opportunity for some seminars that can help to improve what I, my knowledge and stuff that I do as, an, as a law enforcement executive. Because we're always learning in law enforcement. You never, That's stop, one thing. You never yes. stop learning. Yes, uh, you learn something new every day. Absolutely. Um, now, about a week or so ago, you were at the uh, North Carolina Sheriff's Association meeting on which you serve as an executive uh, on the executive committee. And you guys received a check from NC Cash. Tell us about that. What is it? And uh, uh, the state what is treasurer, the state treasurer, uh, NC, NCCash.com mm-hmm. is where you go to where monies that are that are paid into the state but are not collected and money that is supposed to really come back to you as a private citizen or your organization. So the Sheriff's Association had money to come back, and, and Dale Falwell came in, our sect- uh, treasurer. Uh, for the state came in and uh, presented us with a check for uh, about eight, $1,800. I believe it was. Yeah. yeah. So, hey, uh, every dollar counts. And, and if you're curious as to whether or not you have any money, uh, go to. That, uh, you can go to nccash.com. Uh, just follow the directions. I actually went on there after you told me about it. didn't even know anything about yeah. it. And uh, I was owed some money. So I signed up yeah. to, to get my uh, uh, money back. So uh, it's, it's very cool. So, so. It, could, it, could, it could be financially beneficial for you to do that. Right. It only takes a couple of minutes to That's check. That's right. So we appreciate our, uh, we appreciate our uh, state treasurer 
are bringing to our attention. And uh, again, like I said, we'll let other people know. I brought some cards back so people can see uh, how to get to the uh, website. All right. Uh, now, I want to give an update on the uh, law enforcement donations of surplus bulletproof vests uh, and, you know, where we are. We got, recently got an update. But I want you to take us back to last February or March right in there. Uh, for yeah. those that don't know what the program was, tell us about the program, how it started, and where we are now. Well, as you know, uh, last year, you know, uh, Ukraine, Ukraine was attacked by, uh, by Russia. Uh, that the, there was an invasion, and um, a lot of the people that live in Ukraine, uh, civilians, were losing their lives. You know, being shot and injured and stuff. First responders, first responders out I, there doing I their saw, thing. I saw yeah. the firefighters going out with limited protective gear, mm -hmm. paramedics going out, but they're still going out there trying mm -hmm. to save lives. And 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 the and the, uh, the pastors and the law enforcement officers. So, I did a little research and I saw where there was a few agencies. Uh, in California, on the West Coast, in Colorado, and some states were working together to, to collect used surplus body armor that still that still has some serviceability and uh, protectiveness, mm -hmm. and sending that uh, to Ukraine from California. And so I started inquiring on our side, and I know up in New York there was some effort up there with law enforcement in that state, mm -hmm. uh, New York. And then so I contacted uh, our association. I contacted. Uh, 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 Secretary Buffalo with, with the state of North Carolina, crime, uh, the Secretary of Crime Control, Public Safety, mm -hmm. DPS, and then contacted uh, the governor's office and uh, started working on a project for a few months there. And we were able to collect vests, like I said, used surplus vests that would already been used, but still had some serviceability in them. And uh, I got permission from the county commissioners, and we sent out a kind of a model that other agencies could contact the county commissioners, do the resolution to release the property so it could be surplused and provided to um, Ukraine, the people of Ukraine. Right. The only problem we had was we wanted to collect all these vests, but we, we didn't have a, a, a mechanism to get it to Ukraine. Mm -hmm. So um, I was searching around, and I got a call from Samaritan's Purse. Uh, you know, out of Asheville, uh, Samaritan's Purse, and you know, you'll see the plane sometimes in Greensburg, PTI. And one of the representatives says, uh, we'll help you get those vests there, and we'll help you collect. Mm -hmm. So working with the North Carolina Sheriff's Association, Chiefs Police Association, and other law enforcement agencies around the, uh, around the state, donations were made, mm -hmm. vests were collected, and I got a call back about, uh, about uh, two months ago. Uh, where article, uh, we posted an article where it showed the vest going to Ukraine, being passed out to, uh, through the ministers, uh, to people that need need those vests right. that for their protection. Yeah. So we know they got to you from Poland to Ukraine, helping the people there. They're in a bad spot over there. Uh, they need all the help they can get. I know they're a lot asking for a lot of military support, equipment support from our government, uh, from other governments, from NATO. But we wanted to do our part from law enforcement to t let those vests still have ability to do some work to protect, get those vests in their hands. Right. And we did that. So I feel very good. I want to thank Samaritan's Purse uh, for helping us uh, being able to facilitate getting the products, those, the body armor to Ukraine. But I also want to thank all the law enforcement agencies across North Carolina that work together to donate. Absolutely. Now, the Rockingham County Sheriff's Office has a new agency chaplain. Tell us about that. Well, our new chaplain is, is uh, Bishop William Phillips. Um, uh, 
Bishop Phillips is a, is a pastor in the uh, Madison area. He's also the mayor of Madison. Yeah. Now, he does a lot of jobs. Besides being the, uh, the pastor at his church there, he's also the mayor of Madison. He also uh, works as a chaplain with the Madison Police Department. And I said, well, if you have any spare time, we could sure use your help and support. So uh, Pastor Phillips, Bishop Phillips, has agreed to help us in our chaplaincy program mm -hmm. at the Sheriff's Office. Wonderful person, uh, grew up in, in Madison. Matter of fact, to my chief deputy, uh, former chief deputy, who's now the clerk of court for Rockingham County, Abner Bullens, mm -hmm. grew up with uh, Bishop Phillips. Oh, okay. So, and, and also uh, a few other staff members from the Madison area. So mm -hmm. er, uh, a good team, we're mm -hmm. working together. Uh, uh, we enjoy working with uh, with with uh, Bishop Phillips, and I know he's going to bring good things to our to our sheriff's office and to the men and women here because you know we need spiritual support uh, from time to time, and he said he was there to help us. Well, so, I agree one hundred. So we commend him, we thank him, and and we appreciate it, and we're looking for for good things ahead. All right. Um, let's talk about the retirement of uh, Kira, one of our canines that. Uh, has been with us for quite a while, and you had an opportunity to uh, speak there at the well, commissioners' actually, meeting actually, where Kira they announced her actually, retirement. Actually, Kira had an opportunity to speak too. Well, uh, I no doubt, know, Roy, you were there, and so what happened was um, uh, we did a rich little retirement ceremony for for Kira, our canine, uh, Belgian Malinois, been uh, just turned uh, twelve, I believe so, just mm -hmm. turned twelve, had a birthday that night, mm -hmm. actually. And, and when, when, when the audience was clapping, uh, started clapping, Kara started barking. I said, <laughs> dogs don't can't clap, but they can bark. All right. But I believe Kara had a good time. Uh, Dara Gara is our uh, handler. She's, she's done a great job working with Kira. Kira will now be her dog, mm -hmm. and, and they'll be together. Uh, as friends, don't, Kira, Kira don't have to go out and work anymore. All right. But uh, Kira's a wonderful dog, but, but the dog had, had done a tremendous job. Our canine, she had done a tremendous job. But Dara had worked with her a lot, and and they, they were a great team. And and we just want to commend uh, Kira for her many years of service to the Rockingham County citizens, uh, the Rockingham County Sheriff's Office, and also we want to thank her handler, Dara Guerra, for her work working uh, with Kira. All right. And I want to thank our county commissioners for giving us the opportunity to do the presentation. Uh, uh, our chairman, Mark Richardson, was there, mm -hmm. and we got we got a lot of photo opportunities and stuff, but. Uh, Kira was barking, and I believe Kira had a good time. And for our viewing audience, uh, Roy, I'm going to ask you to put up uh, uh, some pictures of Kira now uh, yeah. so everybody can uh, see her. And uh, yeah. I mean, I think it's great that uh, she gets to live out the rest of her days as just a regular dog. Mm -hmm. you know? That's right. It was a partner now. It's continued as a partner and, 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 and at home now. And, uh, you know, I'm a former dog handler from the military. And, uh, you know, we do have a, a, a great canine section. Uh, we, we have, we have uh, a couple of uh, bloodhounds also. Mm -hmm. And we'll be in the process of, and we, and we do have a new, uh, we do have a new uh, Malinois with, with, with one of our uh, new deputies. And also we'll have, um, we'll probably be getting another Belgian Malinois also. Right. Dual, dual trained. And uh, we're looking forward to it. But we run for canine and they do a great job serving the citizens and uh, our canine handlers, we thank them for all the hard work they do because it's not just coming to work with a dog, you have to train and train to be proficient in what you do in your tracking, your trailing, uh, your, your other type of sense and detection 
issues and stuff. Well, and that's a 24-7 job because it, the canines live with the handlers. Yeah, a lot and, of people don't realize that, you know, when you take on a, when you take on a responsibility of a, of a law enforcement canine in America and working for a law enforcement agency, it's a lot of time involved. But we appreciate the commitment of the handlers. Uh, we appreciate having the great dogs, and we appreciate their teamwork to help protect our citizens. Mm -hmm. Well, we recently had some promotions here at the Sheriff's Office. Uh, following the retirement of uh, Lieutenant Jeff Connors, who was one of our patrol right. lieutenants. Um, at the first of the year here, uh, why don't you tell us about those promotions? Well, uh, we had uh, Lieutenant John Peters. Sergeant John Peters was promoted to Lieutenant. John had been here for about uh, 26, 26 years. Mm -hmm. I, was, I was close. 26 years, has done a tremendous job. He works for our SWAT team. Uh, he's, been a, he's been a great supervisor all-around good guy. He's also uh, a, a trainer, instructor in martial arts, and that's his passion, And uh, but he does a good job for us here. Right. But uh, he's going to make us a great lieutenant. Uh, Mike Mitchell, uh, was corporal, was promoted to sergeant. Mike's been with us for a pretty good while also. I believe 16 years. 16 years, and uh, he's done a tremendous job, and will continue to do a, a tremendous mm -hmm. job. Uh, we have high hopes for both these young men, and uh, we appreciate them for what they do, and we just want to give them a little shout-out. Uh, to uh, uh, Deputy, uh, Deputy Sergeant Mitchell and also to uh, Lieutenant P uh, Peters. Yes, congratulations. I, I, I want to say Sergeant, but it's Lieutenant Peters right, now. Right, All right. Uh, let's take a few minutes of uh, the remaining time that we have here in our show and talk about uh, neighborhood watch programs. Why are they important and how can you set one up in your neighborhood? If you're interested in, in reducing crime and protecting your, your neighborhood and your community and stuff where you live in Rockingham County, uh, all you have to do is contact me at the Sheriff's Office, Sheriff Sam Page, or you can contact Kevin Southern. Lieutenant Southern is our crime prevention coordinator. Uh, also coordinates our community watch groups. He does a lot of jobs, wears a lot of hats, I'll tell you. But And you do a good job, Kevin. Well, but we've got, I think, roughly about uh, 25 to 30 community watch groups around the county that meet throughout the year. Mm -hmm. And the big part of it is being able to be on the mailing list. When things occur in your neighborhood, you get a blast of information, what's going on, so you can better protect yourself, kind of be aware of what's going on. But also, when we have the community watch groups where we actually come into the meetings, we bring our detectives in, we bring Kevin Urey in, talking about crime prevention, I come in, and we give also an opportunity for the citizens in those communities to ask questions about how things operate, because a lot of people don't know how law enforcement agencies operate, right. so we have the opportunity to sit down and talk to the persons one-on-one -on -one to explain you know, how we do, what we do, and why we do answer it. Answer questions. Answer yeah. questions, and also answer questions about current tr crime trends and other issues to better protect people and reduce the chance of being victimized. Now you talk about that email blast. Uh, anybody can sign up for our email blast and they'll get uh, information sent to them uh, right when all the other news agencies get it. Uh, if you want to sign up, go to our website, rockinghamsheriff.com. Uh, there's a place that's predominantly on there. Just follow the directions. You can sign up. I'll put you on the list and you can get the news when everyone else gets the news. Now, now. that being said, I think that uh, it is important to have these meetings and groups because not only what you said uh, for uh, accessibility to us and being able to answer 
questions. Um, but, uh, you know, I've actually been at a meeting where we started talking about, you know, something that was going on in the neighborhood, and it ended up solving a crime exactly. that the detective was working. And the, uh, the folks that lived there, they didn't, you know, really think anything about any of this stuff. And together, and it, it really out. wasn't, you know, you wouldn't think anything about it. But once you put the pieces together, which the detective already had some of the pieces, he was able to put them together from what they had shared with him and solve that crime. So yeah. it's very important to continue meeting like that. That's right. And even when you don't have much crime in your neighborhood, that's when it's kind of like uh, uh, pest control. You, you, you know, you, you spray even though you don't have pests. But that's right. But like I said, is we want to stay ahead of the criminal element to make sure you don't have criminal activity in your, in your neighborhood. Now, you're talking about prevention. Okay. We also have a thing called a program called Crime Stoppers. The phone number is 336-349-9683. Mm-hmm. That's the number to Crime Stoppers. If you know of a crime, and it's anonymous, mm-hmm. if you know about a crime in Rockingham County, you want to help us to get bad guys off the streets, contact, contact Crime Stoppers at 336-349-9683. Leave your information. They'll give you a number. Uh, you could receive up to... $1,000. Yeah, we'll give you cash money. If you give a tip about a crime that results in an arrest, you could receive up to $1,000. Now, that depends on the severity of the crime and the people involved right. and stuff like that. But, but uh, we'll pay you cash money. Yeah. Remember, if you want to be anonymous and you tell us and you want to bring us information, contact us through Crime Stoppers, 336-349-9683, Rockingham County Crime Stoppers. Give us a call. Help us solve crime. Help us get criminals off the street because we want to make Rockingham County not only is it a good place, we want to keep it a safe place. Absolutely. Well, I think we've had a very informational show today. I want to thank everybody uh, that tuned in to our podcast here and the people that are watching our video podcast. Uh, thank you always for tuning in. As you do, um, we'll uh, get together again here I ho- soon. I hope I'll have an update. When I get back from Washington, I'll have a, hope I have an update. Uh, to help uh, let people know what's going on for, on the Hill mm-hmm. and, and as it applies to public safety. And we appreciate everybody's support for what we do out here in law enforcement. Uh, say a prayer for, our, for all the officers across America that get out here every day, for our public safety officers, for our firefighters, everybody that works in public safety. Uh, keep us in your mind because everybody's working hard for you, our citizens. Make sure to tune in next time to Sheriff Spotlight, your premier podcast for all of the information from the Rockingham County Sheriff's Office. We'll see you next time. Thank you. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.